Okay, friends, uh, this is a silly one. Um, kind of along, definitely in the same vein of lessons my dad taught me. Um, so I'm thinking about negotiation, and let me set the scene for you. I'm standing up here in my office, and I get a text from my wife that says, I'll give you $5 if you come down and change this poopy diaper in the next five minutes. <laughs> and so I see it, and I'm like, yeah, um, I don't need your money but I'm just a good husband. Just kidding. I found something else I want. Sponge candy. You don't know what sponge candy is because you don't live in Buffalo. We all love this stuff. It's chocolate covering like kind of like a, it's like a square version of a Whopper, except it's way better than a Whopper. Way more high end. Like Whoppers are like you grab that and sit down to a pile of that at the movie theater. Sponge candy is like you spend a million dollars on a box of like eight sponge candy pieces and it's gone in two seconds and any buffalonian will just devour this stuff so there you go local regional food sponge candy we have some sponge candy so last year we're giving you the sponge candy tour last year we did a sponge candy taste test with both of our extended fam like both sides of our family for our christmas parties and we literally like hannah went and like bought every type of sponge candy in buffalo and spent like two or three hundred dollars for this taste test and then like carefully portioned little chunks of each kind. And then we like gathered everybody and had, everybody had a paper. So it was my job to like make the testing sheet in the shape of a Christmas tree where there's like each slot is a piece of sponge candy that you, you it's a blind taste test. You can't know the name. So we like line everybody up like 20 people and pass out, like basically fill everybody's trees with these sponge candy. And then we all eat one by one. And you try to, you, you have a list of the, the brands and then you write down which one you think is which, and then you rate your favorite before you've, or I, maybe it was just, you just rate your favorite first. I think that's what it was. And then we reveal the brands and you're just so surprised. Some of these brands, you're like, what? Like a lot of people buy Wegman sponge candy around here. And that was ranking like almost dead last for everybody, which is crazy. Blind taste sets are a whole other fun thing. That's like shows how much brands influence how much you think something is good and when there's no brand involved it's like oh um yeah my dad's in the food industry and he does cuttings they do this all the time because he's in food sales they're called cuttings not blind taste tests but whatever so we did one for sponge candy and so the one that came on top was watson's and it's not that far from us like 15 minutes away so last week he was like we need to go to watson's and get sponge candy so we did so we have the sponge candy in the kitchen I immediately ate through my portion of the sponge candy because it's so freaking good. She, <laughs> this is hilarious. She wrote, so I go to grab a sponge candy yesterday. I open the lid and there's this message and it says, it says, we get seven pieces each. I'm watching you in all caps with eyes and then love Hannah. And she has <laughs> tallies on each side and she has a tally for her too. And there's only like, there's now five pieces left which means i ate my portion so whatever i need the sponge candy bad so she tells me i need you to change a diaper in the next five minutes and i'm like i don't need your money your money's worthless to me i need sponge candy so i'm like sponge candy or bust she's like she's like money only i'm like fine she's like okay one and i'm like two she's like nope so I immediately realized this is the, I'll get to the point in this whole episode. So I immediately realized like she knows I'm weak now. She knows I'm in the weak spot 
because she denied two. And like, I'm not willing to just walk away at two. I'm going to go for that one. So I rushed downstairs to like call her on it and secure my, my one sponge candy before she just changes it herself. And then I'm screwed. Um, this is like an ongoing joke. Cause I keep like trying to barter for this sponge candy, which we could just get more of, but that's no fun. So anyway, I, w- I go to walk downstairs. I smell this diaper a mile away. This thing is, this dude's packing heat, like not pretty. <laughs> it just reeks. She's got her hand over her face <laughs> and whatever. I changed the diaper. It's fine. Um, yeah. The point of this is that moment, it's really just a fun story to tell, but that moment after you negotiate something and then they did not like basically like one, I started with the strength, you know, I'm like, no, nah, I don't need this. All right. Give me this. She's like, no. And now I'm like, wait, I kind of wanted that. So now I'm in the position of weakness. And if I express that I'm in the position of weakness and it reminded me I was playing Catan the other day with some friends and this is Catan, man. You're like, you might need something so bad. You might need some wheat, (laughs) like really bad, but you don't want to express how bad you need it because people are going to either rob you of it because like, oh, you need it so bad to just like do something that's going to hurt me. Or they're like, they're like, okay, well, give me everything you got, you know, <laughs> like make you pay because they see how bad you need it. Um, you want to just be like so secure in that like, I'll give you this, you give me that. And if, if they're like, no, then you're just like, all right, pass the dice. But that's freaking hard when your whole game is on the line. Um, but anyway, so it's just that familiar feeling that I was just in playing Catan where you end up in this position of like weakness in a negotiation. And it just is a horrible feeling because you feel so weak and exposed and like a beggar, you know? Um, and I remember a negotiation that I had I probably told you this story, probably not. I don't know. When I was young, I was, we were riding like dirt bikes and quads in the neighborhood. We made some friends that had dirt bikes and quads and I really wanted my own dirt bike. And the one friend was going to sell me his. And my dad was going to buy it for me. It's a Yamaha YZ80 if you're into super old trashy dirt bikes. And he was going to sell it to me for like 90 bucks or something. I don't know. So it wasn't my money. It was my dad's money. He was going to buy this for me. And I remember Chris came over, starts like Chris is an expert negotiator. We're like freaking 12. I don't know. And he was like really learned at this process because he's always slinging different dirt bikes and like motor stuff. So... He's like, he says some price. My dad says a lower price. He's like, nah, that's, listen, I'm taking, I'm sure he said I'm taking a loss or something. That's as low as I could go, you know? And my dad's like, all right. He's like, okay, well, let me know if anything changes. And I was like freaking out in the moment in front of Chris. I was like, dad, 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 I'll, I'll work it off, dad. You know, I'm like, so Chris just sees what's going on here. And my dad's like, shut up, you idiot. <laughs> and he, I, I forget what happened. Eventually I got the dirt bike. I don't know how it transpired, but he reminded me of a lesson that he's taught me a bunch of times. And he's, he said, he always, I forget. Yeah. He's like the, um, the one who wins the negotiation is the one who's willing to walk away. That's what he always said to me. And there's so many times where that is just golden advice when it comes to negotiation. So I really learned that. And well, not with the sponge candy. I was not willing to walk away. I was, I was ready to just give, give my left knee for, for that sponge candy, but in most other things that matter. So I was buying chairs with him, like lounge chairs at lazy boy the other day. 
and we were negotiating for a price and I just kind of like sidebarred him and I was like, Hey, big guy, like just remember, like we got to be willing to walk away here. And he's like, yeah, of course. And, and that's, it's almost like a lot of times when I do this now, like when I've bought cars or anything like that, it's like, you have to go in knowing that you're going to walk away. And it's so funny because so few people do this because I have bought cars with like three friends in the past two years. I've shopped for houses and all sorts of things. And you know, you're with somebody who, who's just, I don't know. I'll just say not a good negotiator because a lot of people aren't willing to walk away and they make these concessions, but here's what you do. You just plan on walking away. You barter for as much as you can or whatever. And then they say, ah, I can't do that. And you go, all right, no problem. But you'll never know what they're willing to give unless you physically walk away. So it's super important. Like if I go to shop for a car or something like that, or this furniture, or lazy boy, it's like, it's going to be here tomorrow. It's no sweat. They're going to try to convince me it's not, but it is. So I should just, you know, negotiate for what I want, plan on walking away. And if they stop me at the door and tell me they'll give me what I want, then great. If they don't, I'll come back tomorrow and I'll cave then. But at least I'll have known that I, you know, really shook the tree, you know? <laughs> Uh, it's really funny because also like a lot of that negotiation and it probably applies to all scales, but I don't know when I was younger and didn't have as much money, every little dime mattered. So you're negotiating everything. Now it's like, okay, what am I going to haggle this guy over a hundred bucks for like a $2,000 couch or something? Or what am I going to haggle this like Facebook marketplace purchase for $10? But yeah. So, or then when you go, when you go like, let's skip the negotiating part. And you're like, let's, I'm just here, here's, here's how much I'm going to ask you what I actually want. Just pay it up front or the opposite. When I just don't negotiate on a Facebook market, but just like, Hey, this is fair. Here's the money. So I try not to do that on a Facebook marketplace purchase unless like I bought a snowblower people in the motor. St- like, this is, like I said, my buddy, Chris growing up, these motorheads, like they're, they're wheeling and dealing on Craigslist all the time. It's assumed that you're going to say a price that you're, you padded it by a hundred or 200 bucks for your dumpy truck or whatever. Like you just know that. And even not even your dumpy truck, a nice car, like it's just known. So whatever, this is just negotiation. Negotiation is fun, but I've learned some, some lessons over life and have had to grow up in some ways. So shout out to big guy. Again, I call my dad big guy, by the way, um, shout out to big guy. And I think he listens to this sometimes for teaching me that lesson. Um, the one who's willing to walk away in negotiation is the one who wins. I, maybe that that's not the exact quote, but that's that's the gist. And it's good freaking advice. So there you go. That was for you for free. See ya.